Hey, my name is Innocent Mugenga, and you're listening to the Learnability Podcast, an exploration of how society interacts with technology and you. In these COVID-19 quarantine days, we have launched a concept called A Pod A Day, where we aim to release a pod a day, a podcast a day. And that's work days, so that's five podcasts a week. We'll be talking to different people, reflecting on certain questions or concepts, and trying to stay in touch with you. So for that, we would like to get more of your questions in to the podcast. Visit learnability.online and you'll simply find where you can contribute with your questions or thoughts. Please do. Now, on to the episode. My name is Robin Andersson and I am currently a student at TUC Sweden. I studied digital marketing and uh, I'm currently at my last semester and uh, we're supposed to graduate in two months. Uh, so that's really exciting. And right now I'm an intern at Levels, which you are very familiar with since, well, I suppose we're colleagues now. We've been for six weeks So that's really exciting. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I want to get more into your learnings and these weeks you've had with us. But I want to start off with your application and how we came in touch with you. Yes. Could you give us a recap of what you created and the process behind it, the thoughts behind it, and maybe the results? Being that you're studying marketing, working with marketing with us, and this was a smart marketing campaign to get yourself out there. Thank you. Uh, well, it, it, it kind of started with, I've, I've always been a creative person. And uh, before this education, I studied text communication for three years. So I've soon had five years worth of education within the communication genre. Uh, and I, I've always been creative. I love standing in front of the camera. And uh, when I studied text communication, I fortunately gained friends who are really good at being creative too, but behind the camera. So when it was time to look for an internship, I thought, well, I'm good in front of the camera and I have a friend that's really good behind the camera. So let's make something creative instead of, I watch many, many people. And I've also been there searching for jobs and internships, just using their same, uh, Are the CV, the, the classical. Yeah. You know, the, the letter, uh, but I wanted to do, I wanted to stand out because I think it's kind of boring to just list what you have done and it doesn't say much about you as a person. So before Before I made this application, I usually tried to stand out via text, but this time I wanted to stand out via video. So that's when the idea for an application video came. So I joined uh, Crafts with my friend Jöns, and we, uh, we created a script that I thought would engage a big audience and that would show the personality behind me because I believe so much in that you should hire personality instead of experiences or instead of skills. So I wanted to show my personality. And uh, I also at the same time had a really inspiring teacher in school who, 
who wanted me to to show more of myself and it went down in the form of a video and when I published this I I had a feeling it would go very good on LinkedIn because I had recently learned that the algorithm on LinkedIn is very fortunate right now and it's kind of easy to get good um, engagement and awareness on on your posts. Yes, if you create good content, you can break through. Yeah, so I had a hunch it would go very well, but I had no idea the spread that would that would come from it. So uh, the 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 video it went viral. I think I can say that because it went viral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. <laughs> so in in terms of numbers, it got fifty six thousand views and two thousand likes, two hundred comments. And the biggest impact was that a lot of companies reached out to me and wanted to meet me. So that was an incredible experience to to be a part of. And I had to learn so much in such short time about how to handle offers and how how to... learn what to say no to and what to say yes to and and also look inside of me what's important to me in a workplace so i i was kind of my demands were kind of high because i knew what type of place i wanted to be in so there were a lot of i got a lot of mail where i instantly thought no and uh, yeah so i the biggest <laughs> problem i guess you can say is to was to learn. To yeah, yeah, to shoes. That's really a, a, a thankful pro- problem to have. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm glad you chose uh, levels. Yeah. And it's great, really great insights you got from this, both from the actual uh, digital part of it, but also like breaking through CVs. And I like that you reversed it. You, I've sat with several CVs and had to go through it and yeah, it's it's quite hard to really get a feel of a person's ability rather than just, like you said, previous experience. So this is a great way of not breaking through only on the CV part, but also digitally. So breaking through on the most relevant channel being LinkedIn in this case and getting people to send you requests. Yeah, so I guess uh, next time I'll be searching for a job on TikTok with a crazy dance. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you 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 have to um, adapt to what's what's uh, good right now and use it to your advantage. So you're at the end of your current education. Um, how has this period been? How has this educational experience been? It's been really good. Uh, when I studied text communication between 2014 and 2017, I learned so much about communicating your message and and mostly about writing. But I also noticed that we couldn't talk much about commercial, about selling. And, and I thought that was kind of weird because communication is selling to me. So there was kind of this divide between me and that education. So I thought long and hard about what I really wanted to do after that period. And when I noticed this education, digital marketing, I thought it would be perfect for me. And I really feel it has been. It's, it's a very wide education that in that you dip your toes into many subjects like Google Analytics, influencer marketing, and all kinds of digital strategy courses. Um, so I feel you get to try out a lot of things. And I I think I'm still in that period where I tr- want to try a lot of things. 
to then know what I really want to focus and get get really good at. So, and when I'm now interning at levels, I feel that like I'm still trying a lot of things, but in the workplace. So I'm gaining a lot of knowledge each day about what I want to do, what I feel like doing. And of course, having inspiring people, especially within marketing around me each day is, is um, really evolving, making me take it to the next level, I guess you can say. Thank you, man. That's uh, great to hear. And we've spoken about that in regards to your internship and and you being in this educational period. We're trying to create um, a dynamic and diverse environment for you to try out different stuff. And I feel like you've really come in with your hunger to learn and contributed in those different areas. Thank you. What would you say are, like you explained it, it sounds like in your school, you get a lot of opportunities to be exposed for a lot of uh, different stuff without maybe going that deep into it. I hope you've been getting a little bit deeper into the different areas while actually working with it. What would you say are your like key learnings from this period at Levels? I I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself mostly like when I try uh, one day can be about making a Facebook ad and I can feel really inspired and that next day I, it can be about copywriting and making a newsletter and I can feel like not as excited and I feel like after this period I will definitely have like a ranking of all the skills I have and watch what do I feel most inspired doing for the rest of my life. And that's that's what I think I will gain the most out of this. I don't think maybe I'm not becoming an expert in something, but I think that's good because I have my whole life becoming an expert in something. So I'm really, the biggest thing I think I can get out of this is learning more about myself and what I want to do. Uh, and I've also learned much about the, how it really works in the real life, I guess you can say, because it's so different learning about marketing in a classroom and using it against customers. Because you can get away with a lot of stuff in, in the classroom, but when you start to spend money, real money, uh, you have to know what you're doing. So I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a bit more pressure, but I um, think you need pressure to grow. Oh yeah, it's so. combining like the theory and the theorizing behind the desk and actually getting the feedback and adapting to the market and actually breaking through. And that's where it gets tricky when you're actually, like you're saying, spending a budget, trying to break through and trying to add value, which is our main uh, MO for marketing. Yeah, and I think it's important to know that each company is different. And I, since I don't have a lot to compare with, I can only compare the classroom and levels. Uh, I think I will, I will see that what my thought about marketing was, it's not exactly what it is at levels. And my thought of marketing is, I, I assume not like exactly on any company, but every company uses marketing different. And I think it's important to adapt, but also to bring your diverse knowledge to the company. And you've also had the chance to work with a single product like Strike which you've spent some time putting the, the initial strategy around. Have you felt the difference in that? It's a more clear product with 
maybe one or two features and a very simple target group, let's say. Yeah, it's it's difficult because I came in I came in in a time where the product was in development and it had to be marketed and I I believe that you really have to learn what's the purpose of this in this case app and what's what is it supposed to do for the target audience what problem is it supposed to solve and when you came in when you come into a project like this uh, not from the beginning, but in the middle, it can be hard to to grasp what vision is behind it. Oh yeah. Uh, so my my problem has been uh, I've studied the target audience uh, quite a lot, but it's hard to find uh, the connection between the vision and the target audience when you haven't been there from the beginning. Uh, so I think it will be easier if. Um, if I'm involved from the beginning and can see the vision from start to finish and can help build up the the connections between the target audience, the problem, the solution. Uh, but it's something I have to learn. Of course, I will not always be at the front end of developing something. I will, there will always be products that have to be marketed and, and I can come in there, but it's been difficult to, to not have an opinion or, be there to craft this product, just come in to market it. But it's been a challenge, but I've learned really much from it. I get what you mean. And um, I'm connecting that to feeling and having ownership of the product in a different way when you know the ins and out and you really uh, know what it's about in a different way. And that's time, of course. And it's, of course, easier if you're the one who set up the project or being involved from the very early stage or from the beginning. Yeah. But speaking about ownership and taking ownership and responsibility, we've been talking a lot about personal development, about uh, self-education and learning. And I'm really glad to uh, see that you're deep into this. How did you come into this and what got you started when it comes to productivity and personal development and all of these habits? Uh, I think I came into personal development in summer 2017 because that's when I ended my first education and uh, was unemployed for a while. And it was really about, because in the start of my life, I had like jobs like every, every other teenager and uh, they didn't make me feel inspired and so, and stuff. And when I started my education, I, I really went heavy into the student life. So I had three years of, you know, uh, hanging with my friends, chilling and partying. So when I got unemployed after my first, first education, I felt like I did not know what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I, I had to find my why. I think I can, you can put it that way. So yeah. I, I got into, I, I had the habit of exercising from, from earlier, but I got, deeper into, uh, like exercising and nutrition. And I, therefore I got into like habit creating how to create habits that stick. Uh, so, because I had to, because I was unemployed and I, um, I had to figure out a way to move forward, even though I didn't have any routines. So I had to create them. And when I, started digital marketing one year later in 2018, I feel like I found my why and that's where it really exploded because I 
was surrounded by inspiring people that wanted the same as me. And I really felt that I was evolving every day. And that maybe pick that made me pick up more podcasts and more book about the subject. And I think marketing and personal development goes hand in hand because you have to talk to the target audience once again, their vision and what's their problem, what's their issues, because every human wants to evolve. And how can I make this person evolve if I haven't evolved myself? I think you have to learn to become a better person yourself so that you can help other people, in my case, via marketing, to become a better human being. I like that a lot. It ties into uh, these times we are in right now. So we're having this uh, conversation remotely. I think we haven't seen each other in, is it two weeks now? Yeah, I think so. Am I over-exaggerating? It is, right? Well, you left me and went to Africa, so it's on you. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) my bad. (laughs) No, it's been a while, but we're um, able to connect remotely. And I I did an episode about this previously, and I've written some about it. And we've had a a lot of conversations about this, about this period and people being at home, working from home and only being responsible for themselves and how to motivate yourself and being that you've worked on this previously, even before we reached this stage. And I was talking about management or leaders that have been working on this proactively with their coworkers. You can be quite confident. I know that Robin is getting stuff done right now. Mm -hmm. He has his own drive. He's uh, motivating himself. And he will get a lot of stuff done. Maybe even better now that you don't have to commute. Is it an hour and a half? An hour? Uh, it's an it's uh, an hour and a half from door to door. I live in Eskilstuna, mm. and the office is in Stockholm. So, but but the thing is that the uh, the commuting hasn't been a huge problem for me because I I can you know listen to audiobooks when I'm commuting and stuff and. It's worth it because I can be with all these great people in the office. But at the same time, working from home, I have these three hours a day to get both to get stuff done and to to be with my friends. Well, be with them online now, I guess. But getting stuff done and that feels kind of good. But it's also hard on the discipline when you don't have people around you working as well. So you found it challenging as well staying motivated and the discipline. It's absolutely challenging because you, you don't have someone, I don't want to say that you need someone uh, like watching you all the time, but it makes you more productive in my case, when, when someone is there also working, so you can like get in the same space, but you have to Mm. find your own habits and tricks to get disciplined. Like, Uh, This week I've tried to work in a suit from home. Like I I prepare exactly like I would going on the train and going to the office. I sit in a suit in my, uh, at my computer because otherwise I would feel like I'm home at a weekend and I don't get much work done on the weekend necessarily. So uh, if I prepare like I usually do, if I sit in a suit like I would have on the office, then I get much more work done. I've been doing the same and I got teased for that, (laughs) getting all dressed up and staying at home. (laughs) Well, you look sharp, so no problem. Yes, yes. Look sharp, feel sharp. (laughs) Yeah. 
Great, man. And like, what would be your, you gave some advice here, but what would be your key advice to someone listening to this during this period? Uh, I think something I'm very passionate about uh, is, is finding your why, because I think many people think they, they need to, they need to do certain stuff because other people are doing it and they need to get a nine to five job. They need to get a house and a family, or they need to work out because they have extra amount of kilos on their body or something. I think it's so important to find what you are passionate about. Like think about what would you do on a day? What would you do if money was not an issue? What would you rather talk about? Like say, Mm. for example, you're heavy into a subject like, any subject. I, I know Gary Vaynerchuk uh, makes the, makes the case that you can talk about Smurfs and make $70,000 a year. And I I think that's a great analogy because you can start a podcast and you can market it. And one day you can live on it. Like it's, it's, there are no boundaries in this digital age, but I think people live their life according to what will please others. And if you find your why, if you find what you're passionate about, you can do it. And if you're working out because you think someone else will like you more or something, you will never be able to get the results. But if you can find why you want to do it, how you will feel when you accomplish this, then you will have, uh, then you will have greater opportunities to reach your goals. And I just, I just feel like people should look out more for themselves and make their own goals, not according to what other people think. That's really good. Getting to the intrinsic motivation and asking the hard questions to start moving in the right direction for you. Yeah. Really good advice, Robin. And I'm looking forward to following your career forward. Thank you. I look forward to hanging out more with you. I know you have some big stuff coming up and I'm I've heard some about it and I'm really excited to to see where your career is going as well. Let's build. Yeah. Great man. Thank you. Take care. You take care as well. You've been listening to the Learnability Podcast and we hope you're safe wherever you are in the world. As mentioned, please get in touch with any questions or thoughts. You can actually send me an email directly at innocent at learnability.online or visit learnability.online and you'll find the details there. Until next time, stay curious.